When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Unbelievable moment for Caitlin Clark. She gets the record on a three from the logo pearl off as if it could be any other way. Oh, of course. that, And it was... It was even deeper than some of her other threes. Yep. It was barely over half court. That's the amazing thing about her. Uh, and you always expect her, like, this is, it can't always work, right? She can't always hit that 40-foot shot. And she always does. It's unreal. She meets the moment at every turn, and she has now taken sports by storm. I can't even just say college basketball or women's college basketball. She's definitely transcended that. This is a golden time right now for women's college basketball because not just her, but because of South Carolina, because of so many other great players. And Caitlin Clark has become this national phenom and story. I mean, 50,000-seat arena she's mm. packing. You can't get a ticket on the secondary market for less than 400 bucks. I mean, this is this is real stuff here that's going on. And not just that, but you had a women's college basketball game that outrated an NBA game earlier this yeah. year. We are, we're in a different time now. And um, it, hopefully for women's basketball, they can ride this wave but Caitlin Clark is like the she's the tip of the spear here uh, in terms of yeah. creating this new audience for women's college hoops. I think it's been growing actually because we it's mentioned true. Sabrina Ionescu going against Curry this weekend. Yeah. Kelsey Plum was a big star. Uh, Paige Beckers came in as the most hyped college basketball player in a long time. And the other thing is the men's game has all but disappeared. I'm sorry, it'll come back in March. But the regular season of men's college basketball because the great players are going elsewhere. They're going to the G League. They're going staying in Europe. So I, I think that women's has taken advantage of that. And it's, by the way, it's, it's also, you got to remember, uh, I think there's a bunch of big stars here. We got That's Juju true. at USC. We got Cameron Brink at Stanford. And we have Paige Becker still at UConn. I, I think this is going to be enormous ratings with or without Kate. I hope Caitlin gets deep into it because I want to see history. Yeah. But even if she doesn't, I'll bet you that there's huge eyeballs on the Final Four. Listen, we're not that far removed from, remember, the women's tournament. It was like, could they use the term March Madness? I mean, it, mm. again, it's not like we, uh, you know, yes, it has been getting better, but there's been this, like, kind of quick sea change here. I, I think that's been noticeable. And I think that Caitlin Clark has a lot to do with it. I think last year, Caitlin and Angel Reese, I think having both and this all-time great matchup was awesome. There was some bad blood there. Oh, we yeah. love rivals. You know, we saw what Larry Bird and Magic Johnson did for the NBA. Why couldn't those two, you know, do something similar for women's college hoops? Not that there weren't great players that came before her. Of course there have been. But this is this feels different. Well, maybe UConn winning 10 titles from 2000 to 2016 slowed it down a little bit. Uh, I know, you know, I used to work out. Dan Patrick show was in Connecticut, sure. and our girls were a huge story. Same in ESPN, UConn was so famous. Maybe that kind of slowed down the sport a little bit. Now that you have people who are all over the country yeah. and you have dominant teams and a little more parity. Uh, EJ mentioned no one's really quite sure. It feels like South Carolina's title to lose. But nothing is guaranteed anymore. It used to be Tennessee. When I was a kid, it was Tennessee every year. Yeah. And then it was UConn every year. So that's exciting, too. Uh, yeah, 
Do here quick question. Do they need Caitlin Clark to get to the final four for this to be a hit? Um well, if you want to keep shattering these TV records, yeah. I, I think you do. Yeah, either. you're um, probably right. Just because, and I'm not saying she's not doing it alone. Like, let's not get it twisted. She's not doing it alone. In order to have a great story, you also need a great foil. Because you're right, with, with teams that are just straight up dominant, UConn, uh, Tennessee, it doesn't, they're, they're just steamrolling everybody. Now, when it's football and it's Alabama, we love it. But when it's women's college basketball, it's, you know, not – it didn't have the same impact on the sport, I think, that Alabama's dominance had on college yeah. football. You know who I give credit to, by the way? Steph Curry. This is the Steph Curry effect. Yep. This is not happening. If a lot of women saw Steph Curry do it and said, oh, I can move back beyond the three-point lines, so you can't cover me. Sure. And then Plum and Ionescu. So I feel like this is the evolution of Steph Curry, which is, I know, that, is that unfair to, to credit a man for this? Because in my mind, that's who she's ultimately copying. I think Steph Curry changed basketball. I, I think he changed basketball just period, you know? And again, I don't think he's the only one, but it feels like he was the culmination of, you know, hey, guys can shoot, guys are backing up, backing up, analytics get involved, three-point shots better than a two-point shot, yeah. and then Steph came in and blew it out of the water. Even her footwork, even on that shot last night, the way she moved to the right on that, it looks like Steph. It does. So we're asking the question, though, on Twitter and social media, Maggie and Pearl, if you'd like to go vote, um, does Caitlin Clark need to win a title to be considered the greatest of all time or even one of the greatest of all time? And you can go vote. Of course, she still has time to do this because we'll get another uh, NCAA tournament with her in it in just a matter of weeks. Okay. NBA All-Star break. Give me your bold prediction for the second half of the NBA season, Perla. Maybe this is wishful thinking because it's good for the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers actually are beginning to run a little earlier this year. They're going to be a force this season. How far do they go? I think they're back to Western Conference Finals, and I think they actually. I don't. I'm not sure they win it, but if they get Denver again, it is not going to be four nothing. They're going to be. I think Denver is taking a step back, and here's why. I like the Lakers for a couple reasons. One, I think Anthony Davis is now the star of the team more than LeBron. Uh, LeBron is still a star, but I feel like okay, Anthony Davis is healthy, and of all the teams in the West, everyone else is either super young or super small. The Lakers are. Big and can match the nugget size. And I think there's going to be a conference there. They're 30 and 26. They're already four games over 500. And dare I say, they even get out of the play-in tournament at some point, Maggie. I think uh, I think the reason they didn't blow it up at the trade deadline is because they saw this team and we have a chance. There is a big problem, of course. D'Angelo Russell is the most inconsistent, awesome player there ever was. But I think that right now, <laughs> I think there are enough veterans to pull together. I like I like the age and the poise of this team. I'm not worried that they're too old. I'm I'm into it. I think the Lakers are dangerous. I'm going to stay in the Western Conference for my bold prediction for the second half, and it's going to be the team that's right below the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Guys, I said it before the season. I'm going to say it again. Golden State Warriors, last dance vibes happening right now. And the fact that Draymond is back and things are starting to change, if Klay Thompson continues to come off the bench and he's accepting that role, what a weapon that could be for the Golden State Warriors. This is a team that, a good again, very good mix of young and old, has the pedigree, been there before so many times. I mean, Steph, a little bit of a funk. He's not going to be in a funk for a long time. I mean, he's already pulling himself out of it. So dangerous. I think last dance, and I'm saying all the way, like real legit last dance championship. Steve Kerr retires after this one. Steph doesn't go anywhere, obviously. But or Draymond, they just signed extension. But I think this is this is it for the Warriors. Like they've they've weathered the storm, they figured it out, and I think Steph 
super motivated to get past LeBron. They're tied right now with four rings apiece, and I think Steph wants that fifth ring more than anything. God, I feel like we pick, we pick different versions of the same thing. Well, okay. oh, yeah, it's funny that we both go to the two old Western Conference, the the old heads. Okay, well, here's the thing. I like it. Okay, do you have a lot of faith that the Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder nope, nope. are going to be able to pull, actually be a championship teams? These are young. It feels like maybe the the year before the title. Yep. And I will never pick the Clippers. Yep. I'm sorry. I will never pick them. Maybe at my own peril. I cannot believe that they will all stay healthy, that Paul George and Kawhi are going to stay healthy. There's no way it's at your peril. With picking James against, Harden? Picking against worst. James Harden in the playoffs, that's not at your peril. It would be crazy <laughs> in your peril to pick for them. Uh, can I tell you, Devin Booker is going to come out and score 35 points a game until he wears down in the playoffs. Forget it. There's no, there's no one out. It's Denver against everybody in my mind, and I think that both these teams are the most dangerous. I, I like where we're going. And then as far as, like, if you had an Eastern Conference bold prediction, I mean, I know what EJ is going to say. This is going to be Nick's banner coming up, so we'll, I don't know. I, it, well, listen, this is a hard Boston's this is a hard been one knocking on the door so much. At some point, they are going to break through. I, I think they go back to the finals, and I think it's a rematch with the Warriors, and I think the Warriors win again. I think in the Eastern Conference, I actually won't run to the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks are battling a lot of injuries. They, they've lost three in a, or four in a row now. One of them they shouldn't have lost because a terrible refereeing. I got to see what Randall and OG are when they come back. I think the Bucs may get bounced early. Oh, definitely. Like, I think that, and like, you know, it may not sound bold today, but when you consider the roster that they have and the expectation that they have, this Doc Rivers thing has not worked out yet. Now, it's, it's we could say it's early, but like, we're deep into the second half of the season now. Like, they got to figure this thing out at some point. They're right now in the three. If they get the Indiana Pacers in a first round matchup, the way they've played against the Pacers, that would scare me if I was a Bucs fan. Okay, so they're three and seven over their last ten. And did you hear the quote from Doc Rivers last night after they lost? Yeah, Cancun early. Yeah, half the team was playing hard and half the team was in Cancun early. I mean, Doc, listen, he's a great all-time quote. <laughs> That's why he was good in the media. Right. And maybe he wanted to stay in the media. But he's a good all-time quote. But I doubt our guys going to appreciate that kind of stuff from a guy who got here three, three weeks ago. And that, that quote... And I'm not, and I don't blame Doc for saying it or have anything about Doc saying it. He's probably right. But that quote is is an even bigger indictment on those players. Because again, what did we hear just three weeks ago? Was that oh we could not play with Adrian Griffin? Right. We the scheme and then what he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. Like we didn't use <laughs> anybody else. And then you got Doc saying these guys aren't playing with effort. So which like you you can't right. complain about the other coach. And then you bring in Doc Rivers, a guy you guys wanted. And he's saying we're losing because these guys are just there in Cancun. Like this team is yeah. not they bode are, well for them. They are just so unlikable this year, and so crazy because you have Lillard and Giannis, guys mm. that everybody could like, but then you have a three out of three, a three out of ten uh, game situation, three wins in the last ten games, and and no effort from them uh, in an important part of the season. But it doesn't make any sense, and we're talking about the East. I mean. Clearly, if you discount the Miami Heat at any time, Fair. don't get forget the team, forget logic, forget anything. Something happens in the spring, and Miami will probably be back. Uh, I mean, EJ, you were saying the other day you don't think this is the same Miami team. I am sorry, I just think they find a way. I think this is the year where Miami really kind of finally the rubber meets the road on like the fact that they've been tearing down this roster and saying we could just replace them with another G League guy or another undrafted guy and figure out how yeah. to make it work. They lost Gabe Vincent. They lost, uh, uh, you know, Max Struess. And they, they, they drafted yeah, yeah, yeah. Hotcase, who was great. But they didn't replace them with anybody. 
I don't know. Those Gabe guys, Vincent and Max Struess, what well, are those guys? Those guys Rogier. were crucial in their run to they the playoffs. They were, but now, I mean, you did trade for Rogier. I think you're hoping that that's going to pay off dividends. I mean, again, I'm with Perloff. You really can't discount Miami, even though I just did it. Um, that <laughs> we will we will learn to regret that. 855-212-4CBS. Yes, Perloff. Yeah, but what are Gabe Vincent and Max Struess doing this year? The, Miami makes average players. What's that? The fit is terrible where they're at. Or they're terrible. Maybe, but... Either way, I think at a certain point, those guys played well for you. Like I don't like Gabe Vincent's been hurt too, so I don't want to bang yeah. on him too much. He hasn't played a lot this year, but those guys played well for you. They were they were difference makers in Miami last year, and this year they don't have those guys. And I think they've they've seen the struggles with that. Now will Terry Rozier figure it out? He hasn't played well to start this way. Maybe will yeah. Ham Hymiakes not play like a rookie in the playoffs? Maybe with the Heat, usually that's what happens. But I don't know. I just something about them just doesn't look right this season. Maggie, can we combine? You had the Warriors going far. I have the Lakers I've been go far. Winning it all. Yeah, can we combine as the two old teams and we'll be a team on this one? <laughs> so if either of us get right, then we both get credit because it does feel like the LeBron Curry. That's it's very similar. I feel me. like there's a show bet brewing potentially because if you guys are taking those old teams over the yeah, Clippers, yeah. that's crazy to me. Did as crazy as the Lakers are, as bad and is, I know everything that comes with the Clipper mojo or lack of it. Yeah, but. The Clippers look really good because they have depth. They don't have to run their guys into the ground as much. You know, Kawhi's dealing with a little minor thing. I think they go farther than either of those two teams. Until they get into the new building with the thousand toilets, <laughs> I'm not going to believe that anything's really going to change with the Clippers. Um, just a little update for you on some of our poll results for today. Now, it's early in the voting, but last hour we did an all-time NBA slam dunk contest draft. Perloff's team is running away with this. Perloff's team of Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, excuse me, Perloff was uh, Michael Jordan, Dominique, and I thought it was Cedric Ceballos. Well, I threw in, well, no, Ceballos was an accident because we screwed up the draft. Okay. Yeah, we can't do a snake we, draft. We're supposed to go snake draft. Rounds. So I should add Dr. J. Then I would have won 97%. But anyway, I. <laughs> so had, now you on Spud Webb. So EJ's okay. like, who do you want to put on the poll? I said Spud Webb. Okay. So Perloff gets MJ, Dominique, and Spud Webb. I got Vince Carter, Dr. J, and Nate Robinson, won that contest three times, by the way. And EJ took Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, and Jason Richardson. And Perloff is winning this thing in a landslide. <laughs> Seventy percent. Seventy percent. I have uh, a couple of Hall of Famers. Okay, another yeah. landslide. I did not think it would be. Well, I don't know if I'm surprised by this. We're having. I'm surprised it's this bad. I'm surprised this bad too. If you could not work as a professional athlete, so you're not a professional athlete, would life be better at seven foot five or five foot Wait, five? Let me at five foot five slaughtered. Right? Slaughtering eighty four percent. I'm six foot four, and I I have trouble finding sleeves that are long enough. <laughs> no, That's just, a foot and an inch. I know, but I just think for men, like the, you always want to be tall. Anyway, seven foot five is crazy. Uh, okay, and then does Caitlin Clark need to win a national title to be in the goat conversation for women's college basketball? This one's tight. Fifty six says she percent says she does not need to be in the uh, not need to win a title. Forty four percent says she does need to win a title. That's closer. Yeah, I mean, the fact that she's such a huge star and has not won a title says that you can be get to a very, very high level. Coming up next, of all the reasons for a game to be delayed, this was an all-timer. What would you do in this situation? We'll tell you all the details next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We're back here on Maggie and Perloff. All right, we're about to hit a holiday weekend. It's Friday. 
Last hour of the show, Maggie, you teased off air to me that you got a story. This is a high bar. You said it was going to be entertaining. This better be good. We are all <laughs> judging you right now. Maggie Gray, hit us with something fun. Uh, I'm going to deliver on this, no doubt. A pair of Colorado high school teammates just made history. They've earned Division One college scholarships to play cornhole. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Cornhole, Division One cornhole. I didn't even know that was a is thing. It, so you got a full? Is that a full scholarship or is it? I mean, they're getting they're getting money. Any money, I guess, is good. Gavin Hammond and Jackson Remick, they're seventeen. They're going to Winthrop University, which I know had a re- long relationship with the DA show in South Carolina, and they go around the country playing cornhole. And now there's Division One cornhole. I didn't even know that. That uh, is, I mean, <sighs> wait. So I'm so confused here. What? Is there a so they're entering. Are they the first ones to get scholarships here? So are there other teams that have cornhole teams? Is, is this a this going to be sanctioned by the NCAA? They're the first ever five star Division One recruit of cornhole. These two guys. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know they had rankings. This is getting serious. So they're I, they're two time American Cornhole League high school national champions, and they're reportedly the first to earn scholarships for the game for a Division One school. I think, yeah, sorry. You could do a poll. Which is a lamer college sport, cornhole or e-gaming? Because I know that's a scholarship <laughs> thing, too. I don't think people think that's lame. It's I, not lame, but I don't that's know. cool. Yeah, but was, it's terrible for parents. Quidditch. Yeah, Quidditch. It, Quidditch, too. <laughs> it's terrible for parents because the 13-year-old can say, well, you know, you can, I can get a college scholarship by playing nine hours of Call of Duty right now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to go to school to be a doctor. He can't get a scholarship, but some guy playing uh, Techno Bowl 3 can, can go and get a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> or cornhole. Or cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there ever a sport that encourages drinking beer more than cornhole? Hacky, hacky sack. <laughs> um, the scholarships will cover about half of their tuition, according to the Washington Post. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> half their tuition? Wait, Pete, this is good because no, you're, not good. Your, your kids may have a shot here. You just got to start now. No, 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 no. I want my kids to be lawyers, to doctors, athletes, do pure athletes, not uh, playing video games or playing cornhole. Go play it at, at in the parking lot of, of a football game. So you would turn down the scholarship if your kids ended up being elite cornhole not, players? I, I'm not a dummy. I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> but I'm 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 not going to encourage or really push them to get to get a, a cornhole scholarship. Going to push them to you know do something else. Like, but they can still do those things, Pete. Like you they can still, still be, be a doctor. They can still be a doctor. It's just they got into school playing cornhole. Ridiculous! This is absurd. <laughs> I mean, how many people played college sports and gone on to so, to something else other than, right. than their yeah. sport? Yeah. Yeah. That commercial played forever. Accountants. Wait, hold on. Businessmen. I'm just going to tell you the out of state tuition for one year at Winthrop University, according to Google, is thirty grand. Ridic- that's, that's another that's ridiculous insane. thing. I'm just saying you're going to cover fifteen thousand of that. I'll put my kid in cornhole right now. I will say to Perlos' point and maybe the peace point too of all the sports. I feel like I feel like ultimate frisbee. I could. That's a lot of running. Have you yeah. seen that's, ultimate frisbee? You have to be like the best athlete in the world. That's what I'm you, saying, and that's you like, also have to be a gigantic nerd to even step on an ultimate frisbee. I mean, come on. Well, you also have to be smoking ten pounds of marijuana. Yeah, yeah. but you got to be a good. A- but you have to be a really good athlete to be yes. a great ultimate frisbee player. I mean, a cornhole. I don't, There's a scholarship right there. Frisbee. Right. I, I feel like you did that. I, I feel like I could see that. Cornhole does feel a little bit like. Can anybody do that? Not can maybe, you? Yeah. 
I can't. I'm terrible at cornhole. Okay, so there's this is I don't know why you guys are poo pooing this. You know how they have 24 seven for boxing, like the the documentary where they're getting. Can you imagine a 24 seven for cornhole? Like <laughs> what the training <laughs> consists of? Like just I don't know, throwing your socks into the laundry bin. Is that like the big high? What? How do you train for cornhole? It'd be 24 minutes, seven hours. <laughs> and by the way, PED testing for cornhole that'd be interesting. Yeah, encouraged. <laughs> what's a, what's a performance enhancer? Be, like, I mean, cornhole and beer are. Go hand Wait, in hand. Have you guys seen like the? They do this. They show this on TV, by the way, like the cornhole championships and stuff. Can oh, I, I watched yeah, watch them. Yeah. Can I see? There's I saw Jay Cutler competed. They have celebrities. Jay Cutler was made the I finals. I watched that too. Yeah. Can I tell you once? So I know somebody who works for the National Cornhole, uh, whatever they call it. Uh, yeah. He's he's good. He's a PR guy. He does a great job. The NCA National <laughs> Cornhole Association. <laughs> Something like that. And uh, he texted me once and was like, "Hey." We're looking for people or we come to, they were coming to New Jersey. We're looking for people for cornhole. And I was like, oh my gosh, they actually think that I could ever <laughs> compete in this. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. The next text message, do you have Bart Scott's number? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but why would like, you yes, think Bart Scott would be better than you at cornhole? But well, yeah, um, why he's better you... than everything. He's a professional athlete. He's better right, than everything. Line... You ever seen a linebacker throw a football? I don't know. Right. I mean, Bart might be a good athlete, but. Uh, non-skill position NFL players are notoriously bad throwers. I, th- I thought you were going to say they were looking for commentators, and I no. imagine commentating <laughs> that. Oh, there goes the beanbag. There it goes. Also, <laughs> Maggie, why, why are you bad at cornhole? You look like you'd be good at cornhole. You grew up in Binghamton, New York. We didn't play cornhole. Uh, I have terrible hand-eye coordination, which is weird because I play tennis. Um, but I think the uh, – no, I you guys don't know this. Like, professional athletes are good at everything. Mm. Mike ah, Greenberg used to talk about this with Mike Golick all the time. It's true. I, once we went went to appearance and, and Bart started playing hockey goalie, like on the side, he was Dominic Koshik. He was so good. <laughs> He's just good at everything. They they have this something that we don't have, us regulars. I think the big, strong football players are not always coordinated. That's my experience. That's one. Basketball players can do anything. Baseball players are really coordinated. I disagree with football. And I know Bart would get mad at me for saying well, that. Okay, Bart, what, Bart about, is... what about all these athletes that pick up golf and become str- scratch golfers? Yeah, they're, golfers. All, they're all backup quarterbacks. It's like uh, it's Marty <laughs> yeah, Fish it's not, it's versus Case Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Bart had to be especially coordinated the position he played. Well, I'm just saying you go to what? the Lake Tahoe. To be a linebacker? Yeah. yeah. To, you to, have to. To play, to play in that Lake Tahoe. You need zero coordination. Or Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It's, show it's, me it's a like linebacker. Aaron Rodgers. Show stuff. me one linebacker who's at those Pro-Ams. There's Uh-oh. never been one. Maybe Urlacher, but I don't even think so. Uh, Peter Schwartz is here with headlines. Yeah. Did the cornhole thing not raise to the bar of your <laughs> of what I could have given you on this Friday afternoon, Perloff? No, that was good. I was I actually the fact that anything they can make uh, Bilotti say that's ridiculous. Is good. That that was really interesting. <laughs> actually, I, you know why I delivered? Because I'm going to tell somebody this weekend. Do you know that somebody got a D1 scholarship in <laughs> cornhole? Two guys, <laughs> and everybody's going to be like, "What?" So yeah. no, I definitely delivered. You did. Is a this good a job. full ride? Halfway. to the party. You know, we're going through this whole thing with offers and scholarships, and I'm like. If, they, if, if Cornhole's getting a full ride, maybe my son picked the wrong sport. So your son is maybe getting a scholarship as a long snapper. That's yeah. kind of the Cornhole of football. <laughs> <laughs> try winning a game without a long snapper. Right. Yeah. Well, All Giants right, well, tried. We must, we must. Giants famously <laughs> failed miserably in a playoff game. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. I, we're excited for your son wherever he decides to go. Got another offer yesterday. We're at four now. So now his agonizing decision has just... Enhance. Is he going to pick bit. the hats? Is he going to have They're going to do the hats. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, gonna have That's the one of my favorite things in sports. Get the big hats. Dumb oh, question. It won't fit on the table. Do you get a full ride as a long snapper? It depends. 
Yeah, look at that. <laughs> he can't pick the Kansas City Sometimes Chiefs, not at first, but there is one school that offered him that said if he wins the starting job, it, the partial can turn into the full. One of my favorite things that these recruiting like reveals is not only the hats, but then you bring out like the mascot of the team. So if there's like a little bulldog, <laughs> you should bring out a little bulldog or something like that or if you could find a way to make this, that would be. That's what I want to see. The ones that go viral though is like when the mom wanted him to go somewhere I was just else. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They, like the, the mom wants him to go to LSU and he picks Bama or something oh, like yeah. that. The mom but just that's like, that, that one video was so phony because I mean you're telling me mm-hmm. that the kid didn't tell his mother before making the <laughs> announcement. I'm going here and the, that was that was. Phony. But do they still do those videos? But doesn't everybody sign up somewhere and then do three more schools before they actually land somewhere? Because of NIL now. That's true. Well, it's then, a little yeah. different. The commitment videos they still do, like the, but the problem is though even those aren't like binding, like they could change in an hour. Like, yeah, it's like the NBA draft. Whatever hat you're wearing for the photo is not yeah, the hat oh, you're most likely going to end up. 100. That is the worst. Uh, Peter, what do you uh, have for us? Uh, let's start with college basketball. History was made last night. Felia gets in the paint, pull up, short jumper, no, long rebound, dug up by Gabby Marshall. Scoops a pass to Clark. Logo three, got it. 22 is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. That was the call on Learfield IMG last night. Iowa star Caitlin Clark with a career-high 49 points in the Hawkeyes' 106-89 win over Michigan, and she becomes the all-time NCAA women's scoring leader. Never stop dreaming because you can achieve way more than you ever thought, and, you know, I get to live that every single day. So, um, and I still keep dreaming, and I'm 22 years old, so never stop. Clark, courtesy of NBC Sports, she now has 3,569 career points. Uh, men's basketball last night, number two, Purdue over Minnesota, 84-76. Staying with college basketball, I love the story because this actually happened to me once. Is that right? The start of last night's FDU versus LIU game in Brooklyn was delayed because members of the Fairleigh Dickinson team got stuck in an elevator oh. at Long Island University's campus in Brooklyn where their arena is. This happened just before 7 o'clock. The FDNY had to be called in to fix the elevator and get the players out. FDU went on to win 84-82. Okay, so they all got stuck in the elevator? A bunch of them did. (laughs) And how long were they in there? Uh, Enough to delay the game. I I think it was about an hour. I think it was about an hour. Who would freak out if we were all stuck in an elevator together? Everyone here today, Bilotti, EJ, Mm -hmm. Pierre Schwartz. (laughs) <laughs> Pearl off myself. I have experience. Uh, my, I live in an apartment building. The elevator gets stuck about once a month, but it's only like 10 minutes. 10 minutes feels like eternity. Yeah, the problem is if you have to go to the bathroom. Oh, so no. if, uh, yeah, you hopefully you have a bottle with you. That's yeah. all I'm going to oh, say. Gosh. And that, if they were sitting there for an hour, they were all hydrated for the game. I wonder how that went <laughs> down. Not to, mention, not to mention hanging four, 40 stories up in the air for yeah. about 10 minutes is not great either. When I was calling arena football. I was in Grand Rapids with the Dragons. So Van, if we have listeners in Grand Rapids. Van Andel Arena, great building, but the elevator. I was going down to do my pregame interview with the coach, and I get stuck in the elevator with a concession worker who had just delivered food to a suite. So he had nothing left in the cart, <laughs> and he got in. So the two of us for an hour were in oh my the gosh. elevator. Do you still keep uh, in stuck. touch? No, no, but I mean, <laughs> it's like I, a life-changing like, experience. I, I like, you, I couldn't get a sellout, you know, to try and to like barely got a text to somebody and to 
took like an hour. Like, I, here it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die in an elevator in Grand Rapids, Michigan. have a hot dog. <laughs> but he didn't even have any food death. left. He had just delivered all the food. At least it would have been better if he still had some food that, left. So that's awful because not only can There's you not eat the food, but you're probably still smelling the hot dog residue. And it's probably making you yeah. hungry that whole yeah. time. Yeah, so. just sitting there like for an hour like, is somebody going to come? And then they finally buzz the little phone that's in the in the elevator. They say, we're working on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just luck. sitting in here wasting away and you're working on it. So. Oh, didn't you get stuck on the elevator at Yankee Stadium? Going oh, yeah, to get yeah. But I was, I, was, <laughs> I was never worried about that. I was going to a Yankee event. I got parked in the garage. I was never worried about that because it's in a glass elevator and people were walking by. And I'm like, can, can someone please help out? And we're, we're going to go get somebody. And it didn't take very long for... Someone to come Did you have to bang up. on the glass at Yankee Stadium? Well, I saw two reporters that I knew walking by. I'm like, uh, hello, I'm in here. You know, can you go Joel. downstairs? <laughs> Joel John Sherman. and Susan, could you please, like, help me? I'm not getting in an uh, elevator with you at all, Schwartz. You yeah, sound like you're cursed. Oh, my God. Well, the one that, thankfully, the ones here are pretty good, pretty reliable, I think. Oh, mostly. oh now we just jinx them. No, no my, was, do you remember Steve Summers got stuck in the elevator here? I once. did. Yeah. Oh, did he miss oh. some of his show? Yes, he did. He went <laughs> to go have his oh, typical smoke, and I think he got called out on the carpet yeah. about that as well. I think I stopped doing that. Did anyone Why ever are you doing that? <laughs> anyone ever been in the Orange Bowl elevators? Uh, I don't know if you ever did a TV Never. production. I when I was doing college football, everyone's like, "Be careful about the elevator," because the entire in Miami, the whole Orange Bowl felt like it was going to co- collapse <laughs> onto itself at any given time. But the elevator froze once a game, and everybody knew it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go to the NBA. We'll start in Salt Lake City. Clay Thompson was a force off the bench. Back to the basket. Clay gets it from Kaminga. Fires a three. Hits another one. Oh, Clay Thompson, seven of eleven from downtown. He's got thirty-five. That was Tim Roy on Warriors Radio. Warriors beat the Jazz one forty. 137. Clay Thompson, thirty-five points off the bench. Found out this morning. Me and Steve had a good talk about it, and. Uh, you know, you could do two things. You can pout or you can go out there and respond. And I thought I did the latter very well tonight. Thompson off the bench for the first time since his rookie season, March 11th, 2012. Also, the Grizzlies beat the Bucks 113-110. The T-Wolves over the Blazers 128-91. Baseball, Commissioner Rob Manfred announcing that this will be his final term in office. He will retire when his contract is up in January of 2029, so we still have five more years of ruining baseball. Yeah, I I mean... What, With the what, exception of speeding up the game, I do like that. Yes. He sped up the game, which is good. He called the trophy a piece of metal, yeah. which was bad. Bad. <laughs> uh, I don't think Rob Manfred's a very popular dude. He's also I, just kind of contentious guy, right? So he said his two biggest things before he leaves are going to be expanding... Right? They want 32 teams now instead of 30 in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think that's going to be his parting, that? his parting shot. That's going to be awful. I, I think this this jersey thing to me, I just don't get it. I don't understand what the big deal is. I, I, I looked at the jersey they, three they or four horrible. times. They look they look the same. Are they no, that they different? Don't. Because the print is small. The lettering is different. The, the lettering is off. different. Who cares? It's not it cares if you've got a traditional uniform and if it looks different than it was before. Right. I mean, baseball is built on tradition. I remember when they put a swoosh on the Yankee pinstripes, and Disgusting. I thought half the city was going to melt into itself. And for the Mets, the team in the uniform is bad, too. <laughs> well, that's the bigger <laughs> problem. I think baseball's problem is this kind of pearl clutching about tradition. Like, let's mm. modernize. Let's, like, you know, to Manfred's credit, he was here. The, the game clock, can you imagine the game before the pitch clock? It feels like if they took that away, I would freak out. 
<laughs> it's only been here for a year. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just think we're being You become accustomed precious. to a certain lifestyle. Becoming w- precious about stuff. I would take stuff. away the pitch clock just to have the uniforms back to where they, what they <laughs> were. Be the print is small? Yes. It looks horrible. Wow. It looks like a kid did it. Like I said, the first hour of the show. I must not be doing the right Google search because I can barely tell the difference. you got to send me what it looks there's, so terrible. There's, there, was, there are some tweets that have side-by-side pictures of, of the same jersey. And it's completely listen. I mean, I, I saw a picture of uh, of the new manager for the Mets, Mendoza, his jersey in the back of it while he's yeah. wearing it, and like that must have been like five point font. His jersey you says barely, It looks like a little league jersey. You, you can barely see get the his little name. League. Your you name's are little it. tiny letters. And that is in ruining your baseball experience. Yeah, because, because it's not tradition. Well, it looks dopey. Here's the funny thing about it, though, and this is where you guys. I'm actually going to go with Pearl off on this one. That you guys are being a little crazy about it. Some of the best uniforms we have in baseball have no names on the back. That's exactly the big thing with the Yankees, with the Boston Red Sox. You just have mm-hmm. to know who the players are by their number and sight, and that's how you can tell who the true fans are. That's the fun. other issue. The other issue has been mm-hmm. that players pointing out, and this is true, that some of the colors are a bit off, and the font on some of the lettering is off. Well, oh my God! <laughs> yeah. What is this? This is a professional yeah. sport. Yeah, that is, you should look good too. Not a not a fashion school thing. What is going on here? You need to look good. Any traditional uniforms, make them look correctly. If I'm going to spend $200 on a jersey, I want it to look right. Deion Sanders said it best. Look good, feel good. Feel That's good, it. play good. No, yeah. Deion Sanders is about to have yeah. a halftime yeah. show during the spring right. game. He, he, knows about, he knows about fashion. He knows how important it and is. And a fashion show. No uniform tradition in all of sports is dumber than the manager wearing a uniform. That is the <laughs> all-time so thing. Right. And so, like, that's a low bar. Look I mean, that. Jack McKee Tommy was Shorta. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I, mean, I kind of hope that Terry Francona wasn't wearing a jersey under that little pullover he had. I know he was, but, like, the fact that MLB was, like, checking him, I'm like, no, one day I want him yeah. to just be wearing a... a Tank top. How awesome is <laughs> this? To show how ridiculous this thing is. What if football coaches had to wear a uniform and Andy Reid had to suit up every day? That would be amazing. Uh, the punt passing kick. Or uh, like that, yeah. yeah. Or in the NBA, if the guys had to wear short <laughs> sure. I mean, it is crazy, <laughs> right? Popovich wearing a. How did the tradition start? The managers wore uniforms. It's nuts. They they they, they always did. Well, coaches. back early, the early days of baseball, I think they wore a suit a suit and tie, and they just oh started. right, Connie Mack, right? Yeah, yeah. See, that would be wonderful if a basketball coach wore the basketball jersey. But I, no, no T-shirt. Popovich? <laughs> yeah, Greg Popovich. Who would look the best? Not Tom Thibodeau? I don't think so. No, I, yeah. not, I do no. like the way the coaches are, are uniform now with those with those pullovers that started during the pandemic. Yeah, uh, I do I like missed those. The, I missed the tie, uh, uh, the suit, the Pat Riley suit, uh, the Larry Brown suit. I mean, those are the well, best. Cause basketball is interesting, thing. though, because they – there's no rules. So mm. you have a team like Rick Pitino, you know, he's one of the best dressed coaches sure. of, uh, ever. You know, he's wearing an Omarni suit and he's playing against, you know, Shaka Smart. He's wearing like a polo shirt and sweatpants, yeah. basically. It's it's a very weird visual. Yeah. I think I, I uh, like the suits. You know who kind of set NBA back? Budenholzer always looked so sloppy on the sideline. <laughs> uh, it was a good, good coach, but I thought, like, the, I agree, the pullover is a little no. too, you know too, too lame. Who set it back? I mean, even though he was wearing a suit, I mean, how Jeff Van Gundy just looks oh. so disheveled oh, all yeah. the time. It's like the guy hasn't slept in six yeah. weeks. He, <laughs> he was, looks like he bought that suit at Men's Warehouse the day before. <laughs> it doesn't than fit, him. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's a great. See, that's why I like the current look because if they run up and down the court and they're yelling at the players, you know, that nice pullover doesn't really get out of place too much. Yeah. Uh, but the all-time, Pat Riley, I mean, oh, impeccable. Oh, Excellent. Without a doubt. Yep. It, it just The suits are gorgeous. And in, in the guy we're missing now, the, the current GOAT, who's now retired, Jay Wright. 
Jay Wright was oh, very yeah. stylish. Well, you know who was dapper was the NBA head coach? Chuck Daly. Chuck he's, Daly he's was always very well. That was a pocket square. Yeah. 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 Zay Thomas said when he became the coach of the Knicks that he his style was inspired by Chuck Daly. Well, Too bad he didn't well. coach like Chuck Daly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well. One thing well, he did hire like, like Chuck Daly. <laughs> yeah, and really anything about Isaiah coaching or the treat Knicks employees is be, like Chuck Daly. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's gonna be bad. Do you remember Sleep they used to like wear Chuck like Daly. the plaid coats like yeah. back in the day? Doug Larry Moe. Brown, Larry yeah. Brown, Doug Bowe, the ABA. I'm just sorry. Just if anybody who's saying managers in baseball, just picture Tommy Lasorda in your mind with that belly Beer coming belly over. Or whatever uh, it was. Yeah. It. That's why they should do it for Tommy Lasorda's of the world. And he waddle out there just yeah. to yell at somebody. Looks great. He picks up the Philly fanatic. Everyone's happy. You know who could wear it? Buck Showwater, even he's got older. Like, that guy could wear a uniform. He looked cool, I think. Yeah, Buck, Buck was he okay. He wore the pullover a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you pullover. wear the pullover. All right. A, a man of a certain age has to wear the pullover. I want to follow this all season long. I think you're going to forget about the small lettering by May 1st, Mm-mm. Pilate. To keep no, that energy, especially when the Mike's, uh, Mets go five and sixteen in, in April. <laughs> blame the yeah. lettering if your team falters. No, you blame the lettering. There'll be nothing to talk I, about. I, I might just bring in on Tuesday four different Yankee jerseys to wear on the four updates just to prove a point. Ooh, oh, Furlough's <laughs> not here Tuesday, so I won't. Yeah, me and EJ. Oh, yeah, and even so, wait, what's your they, point? Uh, I'm just saying that the jerseys should look the way they're supposed to look. Why do you have a John Vanderwall jersey? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that Kareem Garcia? <laughs> Yeah. Oscar and Zokar. <laughs> you really stand out around here wearing a Yankees jersey. I'm like, whoa, Schwartz. <laughs> Ramiro Mendoza. Wow. Oh, man. Point taken. <laughs> Rafael Santana. <laughs> uh, Greg Bird jersey not available. <laughs> All right. 855-212. Thank you, Pierre. You Peter Schwartz. 855-212-4227. Coming up. Oh, we're just reveling. We're reveling. In the next story, because one team that we always love to hate is just going down the tubes. We'll get that to you next. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. All right, a couple things for you. Number one, uh, we were talking about just how bad things got with the Patriots, Perloff, uh, at the end of the Brady-Belichick era, because this new documentary is coming out today about how bad their relationship was. Well, apparently things really bad last year mm. to the point in the quarterback room where Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones couldn't even watch film together. <laughs> There's a new Yeesh. report out that Zappi would go and watch film with the wide receivers because they couldn't even be in the same room. I mean, where are the coaches on this one? And it, where's Belichick? Where's Bill O'Brien? If this is true and they couldn't watch film together, what a toxic place yeah. that has to be. I mean, how can Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi not get along? They're basically the same person. Well, I think they were pitted against each other. I mean, I, I'm sure they're both really competitive guys. And, you know, one guy's getting benched, the other guy's coming in, the other guy's getting benched. I don't think they handled this uh, quarterback stuff properly. My only point is neither was playing well. Like, who are they to fight with each other? Because they're both struggling and they're both... You know, they're both kind of underdog stories. Mac Jones, I know, was a first-round pick, but he was a famously a three-star recruit. Right. I've heard he's a very nice guy from many different people. It's a weird fight, and I agree with you. It points to the coaching staff. But that being said, a lot of those guys are gone. I know Gerard Mayo is back, but right. I don't feel like... Do you feel like this is going to bleed into next year? <laughs> I mean, it depends who's quarterback, Yeah, I, I was going to say, who's going to be the quarterback? <laughs> it's going to be someone else. I mean, Gerard Mayo basically went out and said it, that they're going to draft a quarterback third yeah, overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have Alex Van Pelt now, who yeah. is who's famously a, uh, very close to a lot of players. So I think this is 
this documentary is not going to be as good. The uh, post Brady Patriots documentary, <laughs> the, down, like, the, the real downfall. The big ones on Apple. This is going to be like a uh, freebie or something. <laughs> like it's going to be more of a digital short on the, <laughs> the Bailey straight, Zappy years. Yeah, this is the straight to video. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This feels more like an internet only documentary. Uh, it is an amazing. Are you going to watch this Apple thing? By the way. Yeah, for sure. Anything that it, well, it's going to be hard to watch the first couple episodes because I think it's going to be all about the rise of the Patriots. Yeah. It's going to be hard to stomach as uh, you know, oh, fan of a different be team. The, oh, it's going to be the worst. Can I just fast forward to the to the downfall, <laughs> which never even really happened? Just Brady. Left. Yeah, downfall was twelve and four in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, no, I'll watch it. I, I'm interested. Um, okay. This is another one we found interesting. So we've obviously been talking and celebrating women's college basketball all day because of Caitlin Clark, and rightly so, and the game's in an amazing spot. So when you get a lot more attention, you know, you're just going to get a lot more attention. So yesterday there was a melee in a women's college basketball game. And I'm not using that term loosely here, like, oh, it's just a dust-up or, you know, a brouhaha. This was an all-time fight. It was between Arkansas State and uh, in Southern Miss, thank you. Now, I'm telling you, this was an all-time melee. Tell me if it sounds like... When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Like an all-time melee. Three on the way, off the mark. Tom Davis. And a melee going on the bench over at Southern Miss. This could get ugly. It has gotten ugly. This could be really bad as Davis was tied up with Emma Emevere. Emevere a shoved her and punches were thrown as well. Southern Miss assistant coach Jessica Barber involved in some action. She was on the court as well.
by guy. <laughs> this was this was Wake like a, a bar fight basically happened <laughs> in the middle of this game. Now it's just like throwing some punches. Multiple chicks punching each other. People end up on the ground. People came out from the stands. You would have thought this that was happened? like... That happened? Yes, this was like ho-hum and she's going to take the ball out of bounds. I mean, this was a big deal. Tied up with Emma Emelvere. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying multiple people were throwing punches? Yes. I, I haven't seen this. I'll have the video Five for you. Five players and three fans were ejected for, <laughs> for this that? Game. For this fight, yeah, and what you just heard. I heard to two players and one assistant coach. It was bad. It has gotten ugly. This could be really bad as it Davis was tied up with Emma Emevere. I mean, could be bad, dude. That's like, what I hate about this is that, like, or love about this is because like, he's, like, talking about the past. They're still fighting while this is happening. The They're she's... fighting on the bench when she's like, yeah, they were tied up under this. I'm like, hey, dude, there's punches being thrown now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's hair extensions flying. I mean, guy, come on. Like, uh, can you imagine if this was Kevin Harlan or Gus Johnson? You you needed like some you needed uh our guy like a boxing person on this. It was <laughs> a crazy, crazy fight. And it's like, all right, well, these two ladies are scrapping together like they're fighting for a rebound. <laughs> Come on. They're on the bench, like the chairs are going everywhere. Again, so many people are jumping out of the stands into this thing. Melee going on the bench <laughs> over at Southern Miss. Oh my gosh, can I not get just Gus Johnson? Uh, Gus Johnson would make it like it was a uh, world-class championship fight. Right. It would have been like Holyfield Tyson. Tuesday <laughs> night fights. <laughs> Where's Lampley? Fighting I mean, in a I, phone booth. I mean, this fan came out of nowhere, too, that ran onto the <laughs> Meanwhile, they left two little kids who were in the front row, yeah. like, just playing around, like, two little kids who clearly were dragged to the game or whatever. And then the whoever it is, the woman jumps out from next to them to get into on the fight. This was an all-timer, and we get no good play-by-play out of this. I'm also, sorry. I don't mean really, to call these people out, but. He really also no-sold the assistant coach. Like, she was, like, really injured. Like, her leg, something was wrong. He's like, oh, the assistant coach is down. <laughs> we know. It just did not match. Anyway, yeah, that happened also. But Caitlin Clark was really the story. But And, you know, South Carolina won it on the road in Tennessee. Who won the Bass, Who won the Southern Miss game? I don't know. <laughs> Everyone got ejected. I'm surprised they finished the game. <laughs> Again, it was a real, it was a real malice at the palace, and we got none of that. Anywho, that was just a little something for you. That would be that was trust me. The Pete Bellotti versus Pierre Schwartz matchup will not sound like that with me on commentary. Oh my goodness, you're gonna have uh, commentators from all over the, the world calling that fight. I know. I can't wait to hear the South Korean call. <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Bloody, I, I thought you were going to back away. Will you really wrestle? I would. This is happening. You will wrestle Pierre Schwartz. For I'm sure. surprised. I, I would think that you'd be afraid. Pete. Not amateur wrestling. No way. Uh, it'd be uh, pro wrestling. We will not rest until we make the Peepalotti Peter Schwartz slash Pierre Schwartz fight happen. Thank you, EJ Stewart. Thank you to Peepalotti. Thank you to Peter Schwartz and to Andrew Kaplan, Widows Coffee Drinkers. Thank you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.